Blog Talk Radio. Does anybody want the Lord to make him over? Just begin to celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Check out our ad costs 
and our advertisement page on our website if you would like to have your church event or business announced on the air. Please go to our website for further instructions or email me at a word from God three at AOL dot com. Now I'm going to open up the phone the phone lines in just a little bit, but first I'd like to get uh, all of our announcements out of the way. Please visit Lady Belovely Fashions um website. At Lady Be Lovely Fashions, we carry women's church suits, business suits, ushers, choir uniforms, jewelry, hats, cologne, and various other merchandise, all at affordable pricing. Uh, Lady Be Lovely's website can be found at ladybelovelyfashions.web. I'm sorry, ladybelovelyfashions.web.com. Also on my Blog Talk Radio uh, a Word from God page, I ask that you check out all of my affiliate links. There is one called Blood Pressure Awareness, where you can learn about high blood pressure, uh, how to control it, eating right, changing your lifestyle, and, of course, that dreaded word, exercising. Changing your lifestyle can add years to your life, so visit all of our links. Well, on tonight's show, A Word from God, we have a very, very, very special couple who are my guests on this evening. I have known this couple for over 30 years. They are truly anointed. They are full of wisdom. They are great teachers, powerful preachers of the Word of God. They pastor a church called Household of Faith, Christian Fellowship in the great city of Grand Prairie, Texas. They have an awesome and amazing marriage ministry called Here With You, which can be seen every Saturday at 1 o'clock p.m. and every Sunday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. on the UA Network. The Morrises have been married for almost 46 years They have an anointing for applying a word from God to your marriage. They have four beautiful children, Lisa, Charles, Charlotte, and Tisha, who I would like to say is an anointed singer. And she has out several, several great gospel CDs, which everyone needs to hear and they need to buy. And also they have six beautiful grandchildren. So, Morris, I just want you to say hello to the people right now. Well, hello. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Praise God. It is so good to have you on the show this evening. I have been looking forward to this. I am totally thrilled because I know that you have a word from God for our marriages on this evening. Can you just kind of tell the the radio audience, just a little bit about yourself. Well, we thank you for having us, first of all. And and as you stated in the opening, that we've been knowing you for at least 30-some-odd years. Yes. And we have uh, seen you to be faithful to God and to your family. Uh, We are, um, uh, like you said, a married couple. We've been uh, married only one time to special person, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, at this time, uh, Pastor Charles could, could um, tell us all about the church, how it got started. Well, uh, the the beauty of of what we're we're looking at now is how God's love met us early in our relationship, and as we were recording years ago, about forty seven years ago, uh, <laughs> Pastor Margaret was was so uh, in love with the Lord, but she began to to be in love with me, Great. and so her desire and her prayers. Uh, were answered in that she was able to bring me uh, along with her into the things of God as well as into into marriage. And God has just been blessing us uh, all this time based on his goodness. And as you said earlier, Evangelist Becky, uh, on our obedience to him. Amen. And uh, we've, we've been... Uh, in ministry, actually preaching ministry since 1974. Praise God. Well, now, Praise I want to stop you there because I uh, we were all in Hawaii together. Yes. I believe around about that time. Yes. And uh, you and Pastor Margaret were such a blessing to us. I mean, we were all just babes in Christ, and we didn't know our hand from our foot, and we didn't know <laughs> Genesis from Revelation But the two of you took the time, even though you were not uh, the pastors of the church, but you just kind of took us up under your wing. And you knew that we needed some help. (laughs) Yeah, we were all, but you know, we we needed help probably more than anybody. And you just (laughs) took us up under your wings, and you just loved us, and you taught us, and you shared the word of God, and you broke things down. There's things that. You know, we just didn't know. We were total babes in the wood, you know. And then the two of you were just there just to to minister. And I believe uh, during that time, Pastor Margaret, you and I were both pregnant around about the same time. Yes, we were. (laughs) So we were kind of bouncing around each other, belly to belly. But, I mean, it was an awesome time. And your ministry was just, even back then, there was something so special. Yeah, marriage. And I yeah. remember other couples always complimenting your marriage. Praise God. Praise the Lord. It it, it is something uh, it, many times people looking on the outside, and we're so thankful that they did. Mm-hmm. Because uh, as we were going through our struggles inside of our marriage, mm-hmm. uh, we knew that we needed to depend on God. Wow. Amen. So are you telling me that you're telling me that saved people have struggles in their marriage? Oh my goodness, yes. (laughs) Behind closed doors. (laughs) And I was getting ready to say the beautiful thing is is not the fact that we that we uh, have struggles and and perhaps others don't see them, but Mm -hmm. that the Holy Spirit He actually helps us with those struggles so that we can be real even as we present ourselves outside of the home. Wow. See, it's not, it's not a, uh, a situation where people don't have um, disagreements and have uh, disputes, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're, they're fairly heated. But when forgiveness and love comes in mm-hmm. and you apply that, that, uh, that mercy and grace, the same one that Christ has uh, laid upon our heart, then that's what causes us to be real so that the thing is actually fixed. I had mentioned the other day concerning a a Mm Band-Aid. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and I jokingly said, if if a band aid is available, put a band aid on it mm-hmm. and don't bleed to death. <laughs> so whatever thing that you have to put on your marriage in a short run to kind of shore it up for uh, a, a month or two, go ahead and do that. But then I said, don't put off the operation. Wow. You know, go ahead and schedule the, the major operation. Get the, the that long talk, that long prayer, or that mm-hmm. long uh, consultation and, and conference and, and so forth that needs to be done to really fix that problem. Praise God. Praise God. Now, as I stated earlier, you have four beautiful children of, of who all I know, uh, Lisa, Charles, Charlotte, and Tisha, but I think you have some little members that have been added to your family, and I believe there's about six of them. Yes, we do, and, <laughs> and we have three girls. Three girls. And we have three boys. And three boys, wow. And so, and so uh, there's Brittany, Edward, Majesty, okay. Darius II, Julian, and Jessica. Praise God. God, wow. Now, as I stated earlier, too, you have one daughter that is a powerful, anointed singer. And if you could uh, just let the people out in the radio audience know a little bit about Tisha. I mean, her music ministry is awesome. She's been singing, I believe, what, ever since she was a child almost, correct? Well, she was really in, I think it was uh, like a junior high or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a... A, a, a situation is kind of funny, but she was at the house uh, for a couple days, and mm-hmm. uh, we we had her in her room, mm-hmm. and so uh, Pastor and I would come by the room uh, and and just listen at the door to check on her and see if she was uh, in there being penitent. <laughs> and what we heard every now and then was this this groaning hum. Uh, this beautiful, melodious, kind of old-fashioned, kind of, uh, and all that down in deep, uh, and all that. And we were wondering, where did she get all that? And we would just spend moments and half hours and hours just with our ear down to the bottom of the door listening to Tish. And, and, And that's when we discovered that God had put that singing ministry on her. And, of course, uh, since then, you know, she's sung in, in uh, many, many uh, venues, and uh, we even took her on the evangelistic road with us back in 1989, and her ministry uh, officially started then. And her name is Tisha Stratford. Tisha Stratford, right. Yeah, she uh, Tisha Morris. And many times, Becky, I would love to say, we introduce to you Tisha Morris Stratford. But <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that permission. That's you don't have that permission. permission. <laughs> That's because we're proud of her. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're proud she's from us. <laughs> well, you know, I do know that uh, where she got that voice from, because her mother has a dynamic, beautiful voice. I remember we used to sing together in the choir oh, there did. in Hawaii. And one day I was sitting and I was listening to uh, one of Tish's um, CDs that she had on on uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait a minute, that sounds just like Martha. <laughs> You've heard that before. 
If you believe it, clap your hands and say, I believe it.
Come on. Praise God. Praise God. This is such a a wonderful time of, of the year, uh, Pastor Margaret and Evangelist Becky and, and our listening audience, a wonderful time to to see the victory of God in our relationships. It's the it's time to take the, the V, if you will, that is in Valentine and make that a victory sign for the the ongoing beauty of the of God's love within uh, the the marriages that that we're speaking to. God has in his heart and it's in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven when he's when he says that I have thoughts toward you. These are thoughts towards success and towards beauty and blessing. And I believe that these are not just individual thoughts, but I believe these are thoughts that he has toward marriages, toward the, the individuals in the marriage as well as the marriage union itself. This is in the heart of God, and anything that's in the heart of God is the will of God. And and we have always said, Lord, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we want God's will toward our marriages, the victory that's in Christ, the victory that's in heaven. We want the will of God to be done in our marriages here on earth. And I think Valentine's is a beautiful time to express the, the power of, of God as he as he puts it out there in the 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 dispensation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And thank God for the Holy Spirit in marriages. Amen. 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 I, I have found that uh, love and marriage, since this is the title of our um, uh, ministry this evening, uh, there's a, a old song that would say, love and marriage go yes. together yes. like a horse. And carriage, yes. and it means that how we learn how to flow together uh, as one here on earth to represent yes. the the plan of God, how to multiply and be fruitful, yes. and uh, to raise up a godly seed so that they can always show forth the praise and the glory of God. So in our marriages, as we look, marriage is more than just uh, coming together, uh, you know, just because we like each other. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's so important to to see the plan. I mean, the divine plan of God. He he is looking for generation after generation after generation to continue to show forth His glory. Praise God. And that was the reason why it was uh, such a um, a sad thing when a woman. Could, could not reproduce right. uh, during the, the 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 Bible days, mm-hmm. uh, and it was because the, 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 they did not have someone to carry on the legacy about how powerful God is uh, and was in their lives. So it's it's uh, you know as we all know it's just a little deeper than what just just us. It's it's about God also. Amen. And since he comes in and he wants us to know that I'm here to help you to enjoy life and to enjoy each other and to have children and to multiply and replenish, he says, I, you know, it's called seed time harvest. Well, 
And so we, uh, that we we plant a seed, and then we see the harvest come forth. You know, nature itself shows shows all of that to us. So we're just excited about love and marriage the Amen. way God designed it to be. And interestingly enough, God never intended for for man to be alone, and, and of course He never intended to, for women to be alone. Right, right. In putting uh, the man on the earth and giving him uh, all of the attributes that he had and all of the uh, responsibility and authority that he had over the the creation of God, the animals, and and so forth, he 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 looked at man and saw the. That, that he was by himself. And so he reached in to man, and, and we don't know how that was done except what the Scriptures say, that he right. put him to sleep and took a rib out, right. and he made a mate for him. Now, the beautiful thing in, in watching God is that he was not making little gods. He was, he was making human beings, right. and he knew and making human beings that, that they would have situations, that they would have disagreements because they had their own mind and they had their own desires and, and their own uh, thinking patterns. So what he did is, is creatively along the way he began to speak to them about his, uh, his desires of how they ought to act towards one another, how they ought to act towards uh, themselves and how they ought to act towards others, and, of course, ultimately, how they ought to act towards God himself. Yeah. And so that's what causes the, the beauty in marriage to come forth is when we lend ourselves to uh, God's way of doing it. Marriage is a very uh, tenuous and a very dangerous, and, and sometimes it's a very ugly place mm-hmm. when God's presence is not there. Amen. Because it was never intended to be a place where God wasn't. Amen. Pastor showed uh, something on, on the television program here with you the other day that where you took two hearts and you put them together, and the idea there was when Christ is, is there in the center, he holds those hearts together and he feeds them the wisdom and the, and the let me put it this way, he gives them the anointing to enjoy the marriage. Wow. There's no way that we would advertise something and show all the bad things about it. That's mm-hmm. not good advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't tell everybody, you, you know, that you're that, uh, that the cars on our uh, the wheels on our cars they don't stay on very long. Right. The, the door right. handles come off. That's not how they advertise on television commercials. They That's give right. you the positive things. Okay. And so, what I think God wants us to do, especially coming out of this this Valentine season, is to show the best face. Of, of, of marriage. Mm. You know, marriage is really, really important. You know, um, so many people think, well, you know, when I uh, when I meet someone, you know, I'm just going to try them out and see if it if it uh, uh, if it's going to work, and if it doesn't work, well, I can just throw him away and get another one. But marriage is a total commitment. It is a total commitment. And you're right. You do need to have Jesus in the center. And sometimes many of us lose uh, Christ being in the center of our marriages. And it causes us to go apart from each other instead of drawing back towards each other. Because the thing, like you said, 
Jesus is the glue that holds us together. And many people, for some reason, we don't have that glue. We have almost like kicked Christ out of the marriage. Marriage uh, today doesn't seem to have the same uh, uh, thought or the same feelings like it used to. I don't mean some, you know, fuzzy-wuzzy feelings, but... You know, it's it's like people are like, no, I don't need to get married. I don't need a piece of paper. But all of that is important. It, talk, uh, it talks about uh, marriage is a covenant, actually. Yes, it you is. Know? And uh, I heard our bishop say this morning that it's till death do us part. Now, some of us, we do wrong, we make mistakes, and we we, we move away from each other. But, you know, God can bring us back together if we allow it to happen. But my question is to the two of you is, as a couple who have been married for almost 46 years, what did it take for you to stay married that long? Wow. That's, Margaret, that's, that's, a, long, that's a milestone. I mean, you Cause, don't cause hear I know. 46 <laughs> It probably was harder anymore. for her to stay than it was for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, I said you just don't hear that anymore. What what is what is the uh what is it that keeps you know, I heard you say earlier that sometimes there are problems, sometimes, you know, there are disagree disagreements. But what causes you to stay together almost forty six years? Mm-hmm. Well, the the first thing that really comes to mind and I and I'm really and I'm very serious, mm-hmm. it is prayer. Yes. When when with with God by yourself, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a sincerity, it's a sincere prayer. Uh, when you come to God and you say, God, I, I really want to to you know to to stay with mm-hmm. with this person. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody in that out of the two would mm-hmm. have to say, God, will you give me the strength? Mm-hmm. You see, wow. because the enemy comes in like a flood. Mm-hmm. And and he he distorts things, or or he he will have someone else to uh, say something to you. Or mm-hmm. Different people, everyone has a you know a, you, you know something negative to say about a good thing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and so here he, he, you are, very vulnerable. The person is vulnerable in life. Mm-hmm. So especially the uh, uh, the wife, she mm-hmm. she's vulnerable to to many attacks from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes her husband might not even know how many attacks mm-hmm. the enemy is is coming at, and then he will join in with the enemy mm-hmm. and will say things or or not say things uh mm-hmm. and so here the wife is there, and the enemy is beating up on her. Mm-hmm. but when she prays mm-hmm. and when she says, "God, will you help me?" God will never ever fail, and so I, I, I'm just saying is that my first thing, and really, is prayer. I, I, I'm, I am a praying woman, and I have seen God from a very young woman answer my prayers. I, well, I, I can't make it without prayer. Amen. Now, from from the man's standpoint, or from my standpoint. Uh, because the question was very personal, how how did we stay together? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was never any intention in my heart, even from a young man in the mm-hmm. marriage, to ever 
allow anything to part us so that uh, I would leave or or she would leave. Mm-hmm. And and we had that um, set in in concrete. And I know uh, p- perhaps it it sounds like it's just mind over matter or something like that, mm-hmm. or the or whatever you have in your mind. It doesn't matter. But w- what it was is that it was the will. And the desire of our heart to stay together, and the Holy Spirit used that desire right. to 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 bless it. That was the seed in in our marriage from 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 the beginning. It, it was like, and, and I say it all the time. She she said, "This is my boyfriend," and I say, "That's my girl." And wow. and and whenever we would get into those real heavy arguments where it seemed like, well, this is the last straw, mm-hmm. I would look over at her and she would look over me, and we would see which one was in the worship, mm-hmm. and 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 then we would defer to that person. And, and in other words, when we got to the place, I said, "Baby, I don't want to hurt you like that." Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. would look at me and say, "I don't want to hurt you like that." And when, whenever we saw the other person, if you will, defer to us mm-hmm. and 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 give in to the to the love and mm-hmm. and the, the care that they have for us and show mercy, mm-hmm. then that would begin the healing. That's right. Wow. And, and I, we I, never I, got totally angry mm-hmm. at the same time with each other. Right. Right. Now one would be angry to the max, but right. the other would cool it. <laughs> And, and vice versa. <laughs> and of course, not going, not going to sleep mad either. Well, I have to say for myself, I broke that uh, <laughs> uh, word many times. I would mm-hmm. go to bed angry. I knew what the word said, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the strength. Mm-hmm. It was like you know, it wasn't resolved. I, I still, you know, I, I, I'm a, a communicator. Mm-hmm. And so I, I couldn't just sweep it up under the rug. It's like, no, we need to talk. So mm-hmm. up, I went to bed angry. And wow. so I was a powder because I mm-hmm. couldn't express myself. So mm-hmm. I would say I would be a powder for at least a good two weeks. Wow. <laughs> what sustains us during those two weeks is, is that uh, we're still going to do the things. Now, some people say, well, that's phony. no. If you have responsibilities and there are things that are that need to be done right. in the house and for each other, you still do those things. My wife was uh, always enamored with the fact that I could still make coffee and bring it to her, and, and she knew that I was upset with her, and, and the coffee was good. <laughs> because you don't stop doing for each other just because you're angry. Because the proof of your your desire to go forward with your relationship is is that you continue to do with a good spirit the things that you're supposed to do. I never went without any meals because she was angry with me. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and I never was afraid to eat the meal either. <laughs> <laughs> But don't you know, uh, Becky, if if you feel like as a man that the basic respect for you is there, mm-hmm. you can take and hear a lot of things. But a, but a, a man, as well as a, a woman, needs to be uh, respected and he needs to feel like, not just um, on paper, so to speak, but he needs mm-hmm. to feel it like he's respected. Wow. Now, that means that, that uh, she has to consider me as being somebody worthwhile to be her head. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. She has to see me like that. And I have to know that she's seeing me like that. Mm-hmm. You ever notice that some women say, well, my husband can't fix nothing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's encouraging, isn't it? <laughs> oh, real. You know what I mean? I mean, the doors will be hanging off the hinges. You keep talking like that. It's best to say, well, you know, he's coming along. I, I saw I saw the other day he unscrewed, he unscrewed a, a, a bottle top for me, and oh, that was just wonderful. He's so strong. You're saying that men like the encouragement and they like being respected, even if they don't do a good job at what they've done, but they at least want the wife to come and say, baby, it was so, you know, it, it looks good. I, for what you did, I mean, it's it's just awesome. It's not exactly like I wanted, but you know what? I just appreciate you doing it. That's what you're. Yes. That's what you're saying to us. Yes. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. I, I have found that if if he didn't, what you call screw the screwing, mm-hmm. you know, all the way, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, I really thank you for 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 doing this. He will then say, "I'm going to do a better job next time." Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's instead of us telling, but next time you need to do a better job. It's like mm-hmm. no, stop right there. Let him say it. There are a lot of things. We don't need to say. We can look at that. Let's say I ironed his shirt, and and, and he said, "Oh, you did a great job in ironing my shirt." And I and 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 I and just when he said that, I noticed that I didn't get the collar like I wanted it. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, I would say now, but you know, next time I'm, I'm going to do it a little better. Or, uh, him in that shirt again. Let me get that. <laughs> Instead of him saying it to me, uh, but. You didn't get the collar as good as I like. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and so if mm-hmm. we can just leave room, because we're, we're we're friends, we can just leave room. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, and 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 for the other person to to say something mm-hmm. instead of us saying everything. Right. You're saying to be considerate. There you go. Of each other's feelings. Yeah. And and doing it like the scripture says to treat others, treat your spouse. Like you would want your your spouse to treat, to treat you. Sure, right, exactly. right, and, right. And we're not enemies; we're, we're friends. I, I, I heard Pastor say, "We're friends." We're and, and, and if we forget that we're friends, then sometimes we can get on the other side of a debate or something like that, and think that that, that person over there is against us. They're not against us; they're with us. Wow! And and, and we have to keep our our, our focus. Hmm. And, and and we recognize that respect is not something that that is hit and miss. You you mm-hmm. work at respect, and and there's something about respect is that it does multiply and and it does spill back on you also. Amen, amen, amen. I like that friendship thing, that your spouse should be your best friend. Actually, I talked about that a little bit last week. You know, we do have. Uh, you know, girlfriends and guy friends that we hang around with. But when you sit and you talk to your husband or you talk to your wife, you know, I mean, you can just share with them uh, anything. That Those are the only people that will not judge you or should not judge you. But, you know, baby, you know, I, I burnt the food. I'm so sorry. You know, well, baby, you know, I understand. Um, you know what? Uh, let me fix it for you, or something, you know. But we should be, it should be that when I make a mistake at something or when the the, the husband makes a mistake at something, 
that we're just there for each other. You know, when somebody has a hard day at work and sometimes you just want to come home, you just want to talk about it, or Thank maybe you. you don't want to talk, maybe you just want to sit down and just chill and relax. And then me as a wife, I should know when my husband comes home and he's tired, he just doesn't want to be bothered, I should know how to give him the respect and the quiet that he needs yeah. until he's ready mm-hmm. to really sit down and, and, and talk about things and vice versa. I mean, that's when when you're that close to that you even know each other's moods, that is a deep, deep-seated friendship. It's true. I, I, I like that. I like how you put that. The, mm-hmm. uh, the, the moody. You know, the, there are many people who are really moody all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> Is it? They're right. noted to be a moody person. Right. Well, if you don't know how to deal with your mate who's moody, mm-hmm. you will have a problem mm-hmm. in your marriage. Mm-hmm. But one thing about it, if we are friends. See, a friend knows how to express uh, the, uh, what's going on, let's just say. Uh, you and I are girlfriends, right? Right, right. Didn't know each other for the longest. Yes. Well, we can say certain things, and we won't get upset. Yes, yes. Or, 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 or let's say my husband and, and, and another uh, gentleman, they're, they're, they're friends. Well, they can say things to each other, and they won't get upset. Right. But why is it now that husband and wife, when we certain say certain things, we get we get upset. But the other friend who said that, we didn't get upset with them. Right. And so the Lord said, we need to learn how to be friends yeah. with our mates, just like we are with our girlfriend and our our uh, you know our male friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now that's a challenge because it has never been said before. Honestly, he's like, well, I can't, I can't be a friend to to my wife like I am to this guy that I grew up with. And mm-hmm. we're like, yes, you can because a friend is a friend. It doesn't have to to be the same sex friend. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, right and right. so here you are, a husband and a wife. We should be the best of friends. I right. have just a little problem, Becky, with and and, and maybe you just say confess your faults to everybody out here, right? Mm-hmm. I have, I have a problem. With uh, uh, a husband and wife not being the best friend, I have a right. problem when I hear someone else say, "Now that's my best friend." Right. Because if you marry, God wants us to be the best friend. We should be best friends to each that's other. Right. Uh, because right. jealousy can come up, that's and right. and the Lord does not want the jealousy in marriage. Uh, I'm jealous of this person being your best friend. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, 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 the other one would be jealous of that other person being my best friend. Mm-hmm. So we we get to to learn by the help and with the help of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. how to not get angry mm-hmm. when 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 our mate says something you know learn mm-hmm. to laugh at it we have to learn to <laughs> yeah learn to laugh at it you almost right. sometimes think it's, it's true right right I heard our bishop say today he was talking about marriage also and he was talking about you take your marriage to the one who invented it. Which is Christ Jesus, yes. and so many times he said, "We take our marriage to our friends. We take our marriage to our coworkers. Some of these people have not ever been married; they're in a bad marriage, so therefore they're going to give you wrong advice. And right. then a lot of us get our advice from a television talk show host, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. instead of actually taking our marriage to the one that can truly fix it." In the first place, exactly. And if 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 
my best friend is my husband, and I'm his, and we're just at a standstill in our marriage, and neither one of us can figure out a way how to do it, then we go to the true marriage counselor, which is Jesus Christ, and we let Jesus walk us through the marriage, you know, instead of taking our marriage to Tom, Dick, and Harry, Jane, Sue, and Judy, you know, we take our marriage to Jesus and let him figure it out, let him fix it, because he's the inventor of marriage anyway. He knows exactly what he intended. Right, right. You know, uh, we, we, we use uh, the, the term friend sometimes uh, as, as uh, uh, if you will, a place to go to share your, um, your, your looser side. Mm-hmm. Or, or yeah, this is somebody I can tell some things that mm-hmm. are so um, uh, or, or shady and dark, but, but they accept me and so forth. But mm-hmm. I don't think a friend is only for sharing just your weaknesses. Right. I, I believe the, a, a friend is there also to, to share in the joy of, of the good things that are going on in right. your life. And who better than the person that, that's right there beside you. Right. And right. so we, we, we came up with a, uh, an, an acronym to just to kind of describe the, the, the closeness that we're talking about, okay. and we called it PALS. Okay. Because the term pal, in in its uh, simplest sense, is uh, somebody that you like, and somebody you like hanging around with, somebody you like uh, going places with, like talking mm-hmm. to, and so forth. Yeah. And so, therefore, uh, Margaret and I are pals. Right. And the the P stands for prayer. The A stands for the allegiance that we have one for another. Mm-hmm. The you know the loyalty and so forth. And L stands for love. And S stands for the sympathy or the godly compassion that we have for each other. Wow. When she makes a mistake, I don't want to blow that up because I can see that that's embarrassing to her. Uh-huh. See, that, that's that compassion. If I see her laying in bed and I hear her moaning, mm-hmm. I've got to go over there and get my hands on her. Right. I've, I've, I've got to ask God, God, remove this. Right. Because right. that's the compassion that we have. Right, right. And then whenever somebody comes up and, and begins to, uh, let me put it this way, put her in a bad light, the allegiance mm-hmm. part stands up and says, no, uh, this is my wife, and this is not the way it is. So so th- it, it, it's that kind of a, of a concept, uh, the concept of being pals, some, somebody that, that we love to be with. And that person mm-hmm. is not only just a loose friend, but it's a buddy. Wow, pals! I like. And what was the the S for again? The S was sympathy, but it's really godly compassion. It, it's an action, because uh-huh. when sympathy is is uh, is just uh, thought about, it's it's kind of like pity. Mm-hmm. But when sympathy goes into action and causes things to happen, it turns uh-huh. into compassion. Wow! Praise God. Well, I want to remind um, everybody that's out there, our phone lines are open. Our phone number is 1-818-475-9229. Again, that number is 
888-646-9229. Please call in if you have any questions about uh, what Pastors Charles and Margaret Morris are talking about or if there's something that, um, a question that you just want to ask of them, uh, please give us a call. Uh, it does look like we have a call here. Hold on just one minute here. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, is this Tammy? Yes, this is Tammy. <laughs> Hi, Tammy. <laughs> How you doing? Fine, baby. How are you? I'm good. Hi, pastors. Hello. Hi, how are you? How you doing, baby? I'm good. I just want to tell y'all, you know, I'm really enjoying everything you guys are saying. It's funny because, like, um, I listen to y'all's, um, your radio show, um, or TV show, excuse me, on uh, mostly on Sunday. Sometimes I catch it on Saturdays. And uh, when I caught it this uh, morning and I was listening to Tisha sing that song about Pray Together and just all the messages that y'all were saying then, you know, I'm listening to y'all again, you know, pray, pray. And I just, you know, I was like, because my husband and I, we had kind of been fighting a lot this week. And I just said, you know what, uh-uh. And I went and I grabbed his hands and I got on my knees and I just started praying. And, like, we just been totally cool today. Wow. Just, just from just praying. And, you know, it, it just, you know, because I remember, you know, my mom and dad, they, they you know, testified. You know, one time they got into a real big fight, and yep. Daddy got on his knees and just started praying. And yep. you know, because I'm kind of like my mom in that area. You know, ah, uh-uh, you ain't gonna be praying. We gonna fight right now. But uh, you know, he was like, no, we gonna pray. And he was praying. And I mean, you know, if you you, you get on your knees and you just pray, and you just like like you guys were saying, just give it to God, the one mm-hmm. who's the the maker of marriage. That's you know, right. the things that he'll do for you is amazing because mm-hmm. it's been so peaceful in the house today since Praise I got God. on my knees with my husband and just prayed. Praise hey, God. Wow. That is <laughs> awesome, Tammy. That is an awesome Amen. testimony. And as Pastor Margaret was talking about prayer, prayer truly does work. If you uh. just get on your knees and pray in the middle of a fight even, mm. you know, God can change things. So, Tim, we thank yep. you, baby, for that testimony. Thank that is you. That's an awesome testimony. God bless you, okay? Okay. Thank Amen. you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Wow. See, you know, there are many people who who understand the power of prayer. There Amen. are. And so, when 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 they say pray for me, they really mean pray for me. That's right. There's so much power in prayer that those who who believe. God will answer. He does. Mm. He does. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That is just. I mean, the the the, the power of prayer, yes. even in marriage. So the 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 first thing a lot of times we think about, you know, when we have problems in our marriage, is a separation or divorce, which a lot of us do go through. That's but actually if we would just sit down and talk to God and get out of our anger and get out of our hatred and get out of our fits and all those kinds of things, I believe that things can change if we want them to change through prayer. I mean, prayer is totally important. I I have just seen prayer work. In in so many areas of my life, and prayer is very important.
important, but it's more so important in marriages. And as like Tammy was just saying, it's it's important when the two of you mm-hmm. fall on your knees and pray. Oh. Yes. Together. Together. Mm-hmm. Together. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I found uh, out very early was that, <clears throat> that when I pray, it means that I've humbled myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I also saw that selfishness was uh, on my part. I, I wanted things to go my way or the way mm-hmm. that I felt that they should go. Mm-hmm. So, so the Lord began to deal with the selfishness mm-hmm. uh, that that I had had to, had to chip away, mm-hmm. and to know that you know may, maybe it, we were talking about not being uh, which, as they say uh, self. Uh, what is it, sweetie? Where uh, where we don't where we're not even thinking about ourselves. Selfless, mm-hmm. yes, selfless. selfless. But, you know, oh well, mm-hmm. you know, just giving up. No, but uh, we're talking about being selfish, uh, mm-hmm. where you want your way. Is it wow. either my way or the highway? Wow, and, wow. And many people choose the the the, the highway, not the highway. God's highway, right. but the highway. I mean, they they they're gone right. because they can't have their way. So wow. prayer breaks all of that down because God began to say, now I want you to do it my way. Praise God. So you're saying, Pastor Margaret, that you have to pray and ask God to change you and not your spouse? Yes. (laughs) Wow. Now, you You know, know, a lot of people are like, I want him to change her. I want her to change, but we never think about changing ourselves. Never, but the Holy Spirit sure does. You know, you could be in a storm. Uh, really, you're living through a storm, but it and and but but you you're living through the storm. Mm-hmm. And when you come out of that storm, you're much better off. I mean, you have a lot of wisdom on what you mm-hmm. need to do. And mm-hmm. so, if, if you just want to just because it's a storm, you say, you know, I'm I'm you know we're having a tough time, and I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. You see, we have to we have to learn how to hang in there, and how we hang in there is God gives us the strength. That we need to hang in there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, we said, God, give me the strength this time because see, last time I didn't have the strength. I I I said I'm, I had to divorce. I had to get. I don't have the strength. I, I can't right, go through this. Right, I will not. Right. But see, the next time we said, God, give me the strength I need because I mm-hmm. remember being here at this place before, mm-hmm. and I did not have the strength. But I believe that you are my strength. Mm-hmm. You're my song. And sometimes people do just give up. Yes, you know, and they don't ask for anything. They just they just give up and they walk away and they don't ask for that strength. And what you said is just so powerful because without the strength of God, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. And, and we should never, of course, uh, fear uh, our, our weakness. Because Christ had, had promised that that where where we're weak and when we're weak and at the place mm-hmm. of our weakness, He comes mm-hmm. in with His strength, and and that's why the the Word of God is is always uh, so important. If mm-hmm. if we have a a, a scripture mm-hmm. to base our prayer on, we, we we can say this is the Word and the will of God, and of course. Uh, God says, I will watch over my word, perform it. And so if we can get in with the the word and then pray the word, 
mm-hmm. and then use our faith in God mm-hmm. to say to God, I know that you want to do this thing for me because you promised you would. How, you know, how else could he say, cast all your cares mm-hmm. on me because I care for you? That's right. Every care you can cast on him. But a lot of people get afraid in marriage. They feel like that, that uh, the other person is superior and they're inferior, or they feel like the other person is a stone wall, that mm-hmm. other person is, is, is set in concrete. What's mm-hmm. the need of bumping my head up against that? Well, you're not bumping your head up against that. What they're doing is they're bumping their head up against God's Word. Mm-hmm. And what we have to do is we have to get in God's word and allow it to be the strong tower. Allow the the name of Jesus, if you will, to be our defense. And mm-hmm. and then when we when we see ourselves as being empowered by Christ, then our fears will diminish, and we're able to communicate. And sometimes, if you will, confront that other person with the reality of their actions. Wow! Sure. Wow! So true. Yeah. A, a, a confrontation is, is mm-hmm. so important because, mm-hmm. you know, we have to admit a lot of abuse mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in marriages mm-hmm. of all, you know, physical, mental, all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we cannot be afraid to confront mm-hmm. the other um, mate and mm-hmm. just say, I, I don't like how you talk to me. I don't like the tone mm-hmm. of your voice. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like it when you do this. Is there anything that we can do? We can work this thing yeah. out? You know, uh, it's 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 uh, giving it a try uh, mm-hmm. with the Lord. We're gonna we're gonna believe the Lord is going to help us. You know, it's all Amen. of that because mm-hmm. if we if we don't lean on Him, uh, we are going to be destroyed. Amen. And we have so much uh, uh, in, in the in our churches, and we can talk about the world all we want to. But mm-hmm. even in our churches, we have I mean, our leaders are falling. Uh, uh, the 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 members are perplexed. That's and it's right. all because is that we can we can say that they they've taken prayer out of the school, and yeah. I say that we've taken prayer out of the church. Come on. Mm-hmm. And so, and the church is really us. We have to, as children of God, we've got to get back yes. to praying. And I believe that that is where God is taking us. He's taking us back to wow. prayer. And, and prayer is one of those. Those strong words in the in the Word of God. It is not just a word in the Word, but it is it is God's desire. Yes. It's like the word uh, of submission. It's one of yes. those words that, that uh, once you say those words, people find reasons why not to. Wow. And, and well, I just don't have time to pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like the way the other person prays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't find anything to say. They pray uh, I, I feel funny. <laughs> And all of these kinds of things come up yes. with prayer. Yes. And, and and God showed us at, at one point that you can start praying in a variety of ways, a variety of, of attitudes, if you will, of prayer. Mm-hmm. The attitude is, is your, your state of mind, mm-hmm. and it's also uh, how you place yourself to pray. Mm-hmm. We notice that the, the, the Muslim, what, what they do is they get down on their, on their knees and bow their head and their forehead uh, mm-hmm. to the floor and so forth. Okay, well, that's them. But there are also attitudes of prayer that mm-hmm. are associated with, with our God. Mm-hmm. And one of them we, we call the secret prayer. Well. And that's where you're alone in your closet and you can play, pray aloud or silently. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's mainly praying from me to God. 
and then God can talk to me. And no subject is a taboo. No subject can be, can, you know, hidden. Every subject can be on the table in your closet prayer. Mm-hmm. And then the second type of prayer is the kind of prayer you pray when you're working around the house, working in the yard, or even at work. Mm-hmm. You're alone or you're among other people, but so mainly this is a silent prayer. Mm-hmm. This is you praying to God, and God still can talk to you, but there are selected subjects because you're in an environment where there are other people there. Right, right. And then right. the third uh, attitude of prayer we call unilateral, which means that your 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 mate is laying there maybe sick mm-hmm. or or is is pouting or or angry or whatever and you pray for them mm-hmm. you can you can pray aloud or softly or pray silently but it's it's you praying to God but you're praying for the other person you're praying mm-hmm. against satan you're praying against the sickness mm-hmm. but you're praying for the other person Wow. And then the the fourth one is is we call a bilateral where where you grab hands together you're either standing up or you're on your knees together and you're facing mm-hmm. each other and you normally pray aloud because here you want the other person to hear what's on your heart and this mm-hmm. is how you get to agree with the other person as touching something that that you desire and and God uh, Christ being in the midst. And it says, well, you, and then God can answer us, not just answer me. Mm-hmm. And, and it does build the relationship. Love and marriage. 
Mm-hmm. So if you if one is being abused, mm-hmm. there's a good indication that love is not in operation. That's right. That's you right. do not want to be with anyone who doesn't love you. Right. That that makes no sense. Right. And so uh, when you find that there's that abuse, you 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 that's a red flag. You, you and I, and I'm talking about physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or you know, mental abuse. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I would seek uh, uh, help, legal mm-hmm. help, legal mm-hmm. help, and and to know that God is not mad at you. The one, the one who is being abused, God is not mad mm-hmm. at, at at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that that uh, you look at when you when you look at the Word of God, you have to see God first. Right and and God does not desire. Uh, I mean, he he said anybody that harms the widows and the orphans, he mm-hmm. said I'll come and get you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and he's always been a protector of the weak. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I when I look at the the scriptures concerning <clears throat> marriage, just like in First Corinthians when it says that if the unbelieving depart, let them depart. Mm-hmm. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in That's such right. cases, but God has called us to peace. What does that mean? That's well, when you stretch this out, this this says that if you're abandoned by someone that that does not want to uh, to be with you, mm-hmm. and to me, abuse says I don't want to be with you. Right. It, it, well, it says as long as you're here, I'm going to abuse you. Right. And so to me, that is abandonment. Right. Right. And, right. and 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 you have every right, right. to to seek uh, not only social help, mm-hmm. but but to seek legal help. Because the scripture also teaches uh, uh, that a, a man should love his wife, and it says that if he does, if he would do nothing to harm himself, Uh-oh. he won't do anything to harm his wife. Right. And and so many times, and and it's just not. Uh, men that are being abused. There are some women that abuse their husbands physically and or mentally and or verbally. You know, any type of abuse is wrong. You know, but the physical type is is the worst type of abuse. And I have, uh, uh, when I was living in California, I used to work for, um, I used to do volunteer uh, work for the Rape Crisis Center. And some of my worst cases happen to be domestic violence rape. And these women were, I mean, totally tortured and beaten and threatened to where they had no, not so much self-esteem, but their whole life was based around their husband. Well, if I leave him, what will he do? Well, if 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 uh, if I walk away, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt him on his job. You know, people will know. I, I can't send him to jail. This is just my plight in life. You know, this is what I'm supposed to mm, that's endure. So sad. That's I I I talked with pastors' wives mm-hmm. who were beaten, black and blue. By their husband. Sometimes they couldn't even go to church, and if they did go to church, she had to put on a lot of makeup, and she had to wear dark shades so nobody could see how badly beaten up her eyes were. And, and then it got to the point that when, 
you know, she went to people in the church, she went to family members, and they said, well, you can't tell. This is a man of God. Now, how can you hurt his ministry? This is what God wants you to endure. This yeah, well, see, is, this there, is there, there are a lot of uh, bad answers. Yes. There are a lot of bad answers out there, and and I think those answers are uh, come from from just not knowing uh, God. Yes. And so, therefore, we come up with what we call earthly uh, wisdom, which we mm-hmm. say is devilish, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, it's wicked. Mm-hmm. And and then when you when you start telling people uh, or or allowing that that kind of abuse to hide mm-hmm. under the guise of a of a of a a, a clerical uh, 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 position mm-hmm. or or I mean, I mean a, a a pastoral position or anything mm-hmm. of that nature, then you're actually going against the the will of God. Right. There's nowhere in the Scripture where where God says that I. I condone any of that kind of activity. Right. And I believe what has to happen is that the power of God has got to come in to our our churches, and, and some of the things that, that we're allowing has just gone just too far. We, we try to keep our, our ministry, Becky, about 85% positive. Mm-hmm. There are many negative things that we could say, mm-hmm. but, but what's happening is, is that marriage is getting uh, a lot of bad publicity so therefore right. we know that there's a lot of evil stuff going on and right. and we, we we deal with that when we have to uh what we're primarily uh been called to do is to be marriage advocates mm-hmm. we, we we were called to be on god's side with marriage and mm-hmm. to show it as an example and then to preach it as god's will but mm-hmm. when we see that a person is is in a marriage and that person is being hated in that marriage and abused, then we have no problem saying that you, you go to the authorities, right. just yes. like if someone was abusing a child. Yes. Yes. God said you, you have to show honor to whom honors do, and yes. I have given uh, 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 authority to, to Caesar, if you will, and to mm-hmm. the government to take care of these things. And I mm-hmm. say give them to Caesar. <laughs> and, and, and I think the scriptures say he he doesn't carry the sword in vain. That's right. That's <laughs> because what, the, the people we're talking to is uh, uh, is a a class of people called normal people. Yes. So we're oh, talking about uh, uh, people who, who who get in in, in a, an argument and and like I said, pout. Or, or or might slam the door. Wow. Now these people who are slamming people, uh-huh. that, that's that's not who you're ministering to. Mm-hmm. You, you, you see, you have to use the ministry of the law. Amen. I have a caller, Pastor, real quick. So let's get them on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. This is good evening. This is this is Takesha. Hi, Takesha. Hi. How can we help you this evening, sweetheart? I would just like to say that I've been listening, and there's so much powerful information that you pastors have given to the audience tonight and um, such a balanced approach to marriage and for you to be married almost 46 years. You can tell that um, 
you have been able to work through some things and and um, have a, a balanced view on marriage itself. Praise God, praise God. And um, as I heard earlier, you have children, and so um, as they were growing, um, how were you able to um, really instill the um, the values of, of having a godly marriage to them in, in a way where where they had a um, a, a balanced view um, of how marriage should be and how they should work through those things that may come up in marriage. Well, that's a beautiful question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of one of the things that that we did is now the the the, the, the heavy arguments and, and that sort of thing. We kept that uh, out of their view, and uh, you know where we're really our feelings are really 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 hurt. We didn't bring that in front of them. We didn't holler from one uh, room to the next and, and whatever, and and we actually kept doing for them. What, what we needed to do for them, and uh, w- we as a, a couple, we, we got back together real quickly, and uh, and, and we, we had uh, a lot of fun, and we carried on a, a, a lot of what we call uh, uh, foolishness, uh, but it was good fun, and we carried our children everywhere that we went. We took them to the restaurant. Our kids were the only ones that would sit up there, five, five or six of us up there eating steak, uh, they ate what we ate. We 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 brought them into where we were. If we if we went to an evangelistic trip, we took them with us. Uh, I remember when I was in in D.C. and and preaching, I would take each of my kids one of the nights that I was uh, uh, ministering. We took them to the nursing homes when they were children. Took them to see the the the, the beautiful ones and the other. Now that gave them a balance on God's view of how He takes care of the human race. But how we dealt with each other, they picked that up in various ways. And, and now uh, they, they, they said we were like a comedy show, oh. is what, was what most, of, most of my kids say. They say, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> they have known anybody that can argue like that the next second say, can I get you some coffee? <laughs> well, what we did is we, we just modeled uh, grace, and, and I think our children always knew, as I said earlier in the broadcast, that, that this was my girl. And, and, and she always showed me the, the respect of being the, the, the man in that house. And so, therefore, that is the, the balance. She never went to my children and talked me down. I never went to my children and talked her down. We, we never allowed the children to manipulate us. We say we didn't allow them. They probably did. You know, <laughs> they had things that they could go to the mom and get. Uh, and, of course, they probably felt like that maybe I would be too tough. But I, I think that they got a balance in uh, seeing how we dealt with each other. They saw the Valentine's Days. They saw the, the Christmas gifts and, and, and all of those kinds of things. They saw the birthdays weren't, weren't missed. They saw flowers coming into the house. That, that, that's how we did it. Praise God. Wow, that's beautiful. Praise God. <laughs> we appreciate you calling, sweetheart, and we hope that uh, you'll continue listening to the show. And we're going to be continuing this uh, train of thought on for the rest of the month. So I hope that you'll... Uh, Tune back into the show on next week. Yes, I will. Thank you. All right. Thank God you. Bless Thank you. you. Thank you for calling, okay? You're welcome. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Well, praise God. Amen. Amen. We thank God for Tanisha's call. Because it is important to train up your children in the right way that they can see marriage in the right way. And not mom and dad always yelling and screaming and hollering and fighting and mom's mad about this and and dad's mad about that. And and as you were saying, Pastor, uh, going to your children and talking against the father or going to the children and talking against the mother, that serves no purpose. Not at all. That serves I, I no purpose because you're, you're both their parents, you know? Sure. And and, and that's how they, they build respect for women, mm-hmm. women for women, mm-hmm. and, and, and men for women and, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. That's how respect is built because mm-hmm. respect is shown. My, now, my wife never appeared. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Pastor. I was just going to say, my wife never appeared to be uh, disempowered in the home. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was never um, the impression that they got, like, well, mom, mom doesn't have a say around here at all. Right, Nor right, right. did it was an impression given that dad is just a, a you know, a milk toast, and right. uh, and he's just being uh, uh, beat down and <laughs> or browbeated. Right. Right. So. Now, when you were raising, because you have three daughters and one son. Now, Pastor Charles, when you were raising the girls, did you treat them in such a way that when it was time for them to marry, that they were looking for to be treated the same way how dad treated them in a man? Because I know in some situations, you know, some fathers treat their daughters so beautifully like like the queens that they are, the princesses that they are, so that when they marry, they're not looking for just anything, but they're looking for that same wonderful treatment in a husband that they see that their father gives them, uh, gives their uh, gives their mother. Did you kind of do that same thing where you were kind of the meter that they held up into finding the right man for themselves? Could, could I defer that question uh, to Pastor Margaret? <laughs> yes. I... <laughs> yes. Uh, what they tell me now is that, and and what I see, and and I have to give it to our our son-in-laws here because I hear our our daughter saying, "But my daddy did this, <laughs> and my dad," and I was like, "Okay, we don't want you making it too hard on your husband where Amen. where they're trying to be like your dad in this." But what what the uh, what our son-in-laws actually see is that there was a love uh, for his daughters. And that that their dad pro- protected them and right. wanted to take care of all of their needs. Right. So we have some excellent uh, daughters and excellent son-in-law uh, mm-hmm. to answer the question there, where uh, they 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 see uh, um, Pastor Charles as being a sincere, what you call a real man. Please. And uh, they see him as an example, so I just my, my head goes off to, uh, to 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 our our son-in-law that there there are, there are some good men, uh, good men. That, that they're not uh, jealous of the relationship that uh, that Pastor Charles and his daughters have. He, that they, they, they're not jealous of they're not a jealous Please. person, Please. and so we've been blessed. God has really uh, graced us. Um, uh, in 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 that respect, the, to answer your question, and well, one yeah. of the the benefits 
of that relationship and, and the ongoing aspect of it is I've been able to support my son-in-laws, you know, when they're trying. You know, I, I, I mean, I really have have been able to speak to my, my daughters concerning certain things mm-hmm. and encourage them to, to show grace and to show mercy mm-hmm. uh, to my son-in-laws, and my daughters have heard me. But mm-hmm. I, I believe that part of the reason why they're able to hear me when I ask them, uh, you know, to show uh, respect uh, or, I mean, they do it, but I'm just saying in a certain situation, I say defer to that, to him or, mm-hmm. or, or, or let him let him, let him have his head in this. Uh, they listen because of the way they were raised. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. I mean, uh, it, it is just it's so important to live that life. You know, I always try to live that life in front of my daughters that they would see um, God in me and to see a godly woman in me and uh, with their dad, to see God in their dad and to see a godly uh, man in their father. Yes. And um, they, they, they wanted uh, uh, husbands who they felt were like their dad. And uh, I, I, I also have wonderful son-in-laws who love my daughters, who treat them right, who do all go. the things for them. Uh, out of that came ten grandchildren. And, I mean, my daughters are just uh, blessed women of God. And I think when they see that uh, that camaraderie between uh, their their parents, they're going to they're going to be looking for that same thing I when think. uh when they are, you know are ready to marry I, and then and it, I think it trinkles it. down it and even into our grandchildren and, and into an our great grandchildren and I have to say that our son has the best wife our our daughter-in-law is the Amen. best daughter-in-law that one could ever have and, yes and we we really say the uh, uh, the Lord for for, for blessing our, uh, our, our grown children. <laughs> Amen. Now your son, you said, also is uh, very musically inclined, yes, and he uh, he's doing some musical work as well. Yes, and he's looking to have his uh, his album out uh, hopefully by the end of uh, of this year, where we will be blessed to to hear. He he does everything he does. Uh, all of the parts. Uh, t- he plays everything, <laughs> and wow. he has never studied music, but God gave Praise it to God. him. And once you hear it, you you, you will you understand. When we say it is phenomenal, it's in, phenomenal. In, in fact, Pastor, uh, I was I was talking uh, to someone at at one of the large insurance companies, one of the, one of the largest ones in the United States, and when they put me on hold, I heard something that sounded. Like it could have been uh, what Charles composes, and I said, "Well, okay, I see the level that he is at, because you know they're not going to be playing anything that's that's uh, that's not uh, you know top drawer." And so he, he's he's at that level where where I mean you could you could hear him uh, uh, in in any of those. Uh, those places where they where they play background music that comes down from the ceiling and right. and all that where that elevator they music doctors <laughs> yes. offices and all yes. that yes. I can see that praise yes. God well our phone lines are still open we have about thirty more minutes 
before I will be going off of the air, but our phone lines are open. It's one eight one eight four seven five nine two two nine. Again, that number is one eight one eight four seven five nine two two nine. You have the opportunity on this evening to get uh, great wisdom in marriage or on marriage from our guest pastors tonight, Pastor Charles and Margaret Morris. So I would take advantage of this because most places most places that you would go, you'd have to pay for this uh, great type of teaching and counseling. So while you have them on the air, we have about 30 more minutes before uh, the the show is over. So give them a call. But right now I'm going to go ahead, uh, Pastors, I'm going to do another musical selection, and I'm going to give you uh, after that just some very brief words. Uh, and if you have any announcements about anything that's coming up uh, in your church, we would love for you to uh, uh, make those announcements. So right now we are going to go into our musical selection and we're going to find a, here we go right here, called Moving Forward. Amen.
praise God, you make all things new. Hallelujah. We give glory and honor to God. Pastors Charles and Margaret, we're going to ask you to have some closing thoughts. Uh, We have about 23 more minutes. And um, I just want to say thank you both. It has been such a pleasure having you on the show tonight, having you just uh, pour into us about marriage, helping us to see uh, that marriage is a good thing. Amen. And we're just so honored, so honored and so thankful uh, to have such people on the show with the qualifications that you have, with, with the anointing that you have, with the love that you have. I just really, really appreciate both of you so much, and I just want to say thank you. Amen. You're welcome. I would just like to say that there are uh, seven basic needs of a wife. Amen. And if I could um, just relay those. Yes, right. She needs the stability and direction of a spiritual leader. Uh, The wife needs to know that she is meeting the vital needs in in her husband's life and, and, and then even at work that any other woman can, can meet. Uh, the wife needs to see and hear that the husband cherishes her and that um, he delights in her as a person. Amen. And also she needs to know that, that he understands her by protecting her in areas of her own limitations. Uh, she needs to know that um, that the husband enjoy setting aside time for intimate conversations with her. Amen. She needs to know that um, that the husband um, the husbands are aware of her presence, even when uh, his mind is is on other matters. <laughs> and then uh, the last one, uh, she needs to know that the husband. Um, is making some type of investment in her life wow. that yeah. will expand and fulfill her world. Praise and God. so we just think that those those are just basic needs of Praise of a God. wife, and Praise and hopefully God. one of those can can stick. <laughs> Praise God, Amen. Amen. Beautiful, and Pastor Charles. And then I have uh, seven basic needs of a husband. All right. All right. One, a husband needs a wife who respects him as a man. Amen. A husband needs a wife who accepts him as a leader and believes in his God-given responsibilities. Amen. A husband needs a wife who will continue to develop inward and outward beauty. A husband needs a wife who can lovingly appeal to him when he's going beyond his limitations and wisely respond to those who question his ideas, goals, or motives. Wow, that's beautiful. A husband needs time to be alone with the Lord. A husband needs a wife who is grateful for all he has done and is doing for her. And then lastly... A husband needs a wife who will be praised by other people because of her character and her good works. Praise God. We have a call, Pastor, real quick, so I'm going to go to the uh, phone line. Amen. Hello, Amen. you're on the air. Hi. 
Hi. Um, my name is LaShawn. Hi, LaShawn. How are you? I'm fine, babe. <laughs> I just wanted to call before you guys find out because um, I was reading something that was posted on your wall, and I thought it was a pretty good question, so I just wanted to put it out there for all the listeners to hear. Mm-hmm. And what they asked was, do you think that our parents' successful relationships have an impact on the way we handle our marriage? Good answer. Good question. Pastors? Um, how we handle, how they handle their marriage. Uh, the question is, is how we, um, as parents, you're saying? Yeah, successful, successful parenting then should affect how the uh, the children handle their marriages. Well, uh, it, it's obvious that example has a lot, an environment has a lot to do with the the mindset. And I, and I believe that when you have successful marriages, that the children see how the grace of God and the grace of life that, that First Peter talked about is manifested through how they, it, the parents interact with each other, and they mm-hmm. and they see that, that that environment caused them to be able to have sober brains and uh, and. Uh, the, the benefits of their lifestyle came out of that. And so, therefore, they want that for their children, and, of course, they want that for themselves. Mm-hmm. And peace has a way of sticking with you. And when you feel peace, uh, you, you, you say, that's what I want. And so I, I believe that, that the answer is, is unequivocally yes, that, that when you have successful uh, parenting uh, or a successful marriage with the parents, that it does uh, influence the children how they approach marriage, and now sometimes, uh, based on the person they marry, it may be a little more difficult to bring some of those things to pass right away. Right. But I believe the desire and the will and the attitudes are there. The mindset is there. Amen. 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 Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. And um, like I said, that's something that one of your listeners had posted up on the wall, and oh, I thought it was a good question. So cool. it, that answer sounds perfect to me. All right. Well, I am going well, to look you, there on my wall. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much, baby, for calling, okay? Thank you. Oh, and I just want to say I enjoyed myself this evening. The word was good. Thank Everything you. you guys were saying was right on time. All right. Thank you. God bless All right, you. baby. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, well, I'm going to say one or two things, and then I'm going to finish. <laughs> I, 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 I'm so uh, enamored with 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 God and and His plans mm-hmm. and how He does things, and and the, the Bible says that that grace and faith and love they work together. Right, and and I believe that's how we uh, we get our marriages fixed. If if we're normal people, we right. can use uh, grace and use faith and use love to bring a situation into a better situation. Amen. And and bring even a bad situation. In fact, a Pastor was talking about that where where Christ can come in, He brings life to a dead thing. That's right. It could be actually dead, and right. and God could come in. And, and I believe the, the heart of the matter is this, that our faith sees beyond what we're seeing right now. Amen. Faith is what 
where our future is because Amen. faith hooks us up to the invisible things of God. Amen. It says that the things that are invisible are more lasting than the things we see. So, therefore, if we're in a situation in our marriage and we're looking at somebody who seems to be totally without any hope, and you feel like you're totally without any hope, I can guarantee that faith could be the substance of the thing that you're hoping for. Amen. And it'll bring hope it'll bring hope back to you. Praise God. Praise God. Well once again I want to thank both of you for being on tonight's show. If you could give us again the name and the address of your church. Okay. Household of Faith, Christian Fellowship, and we're in the Ruth Jackson Center, and the address is 3113 South Carrier Parkway, Grand Prairie. We're on the corner of South Carrier and Warrior. It's about two miles north of I-20. And our services start at 10, and and what we've been saying all this year is we're in by 10 and out by noon. (laughs) All right. Amen. Doesn't mean we, uh, we 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 disobey the Holy Spirit, Amen. but He's honoring that. Amen. And again, your your radio. Uh, I'm sorry, your television program is on. Television program here with you on Saturdays at one o'clock, Sunday mornings. Uh, that's one o'clock p.m. Sunday mornings at seven a.m. And uh, you can you can get us uh, on channel thirty four on the digital TV or Verizon cable. Or you can actually go online at www.uanetwork.tv and catch us uh, 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 live right there on the computer. Okay. And then we're asking people to, to tweet us or tweet us okay. at, uh, <laughs> at twitter.com slash cm here with you. That's twitter.com cm here with you. And, and, and those times are all those huh? times are all those times are all Central Standard Time, right? Yes, Central Standard. Okay. And I, and I did want to also give the churches uh, a website, which is householdoffaithcf.com, mm-hmm. and you can make links to other things within that. And uh, and of course, Gloriosity uh, Tish has uh, uh, not only the albums, I mean the, the CDs, that she, but she also sells Gloriosity. Of, Apparel, and it is awesome. Uh, as a I man, have seen I can't it. Speak gorgeous. To it, <laughs> it is gorgeous. Well, it is once great. again, pastors, we thank you so, so very much. Uh, it has been a very, it has been a pleasure and an honor to have both of you Same on here. here. We pray God's greatest blessings upon your church and upon your ministry, on your both of your families, uh, on your families, and we're just, we're just once again, like I said, just honored. To have you and thank you We do want to get you back On the show again at another time Because we know that you have More up under your uh, Gospel belt than just marriage I know that both of you also are Anointed teachers and preachers of the word So we want to get you back on To just share whatever God Lays on your heart again At another time So um, I, I just Once again just say thank you it's, Thank it's been you. a pleasure. Thank and you. We're it's asking God to continue to bless you oh, and your radio broadcast and listen as they come and, and praise get God. their needs met praise through your ministry that you have. Amen. Well, I want you to stay on with me. I've got about 11 more minutes here. 
but I have uh, an announcement that I want to make about next week's broadcast. Uh, On next week, we are going to be continuing with Love and Marriage Part 2. And our guest speakers on next week are going to be my pastors, uh, Bishop Kevin and Pastor Sonia Dickerson from the Dayspring Family Church. And uh, these two are also an awesome couple. They've been married uh, 29 years. They have three beautiful children. And God has really blessed them in the area of marriage. On this uh, morning at the service, our bishop preached on marriage, the best, uh, save the best for last. And uh, we had 28 couples that stood up in church today and renewed their marriage vows. It was a beautiful ceremony. And we're just praising God that people are still looking at the sanctity of marriage. And so they're going to be my special guest on next week. That is Bishop Kevin Dickerson and Pastor Sonia Dickerson, anointed man and woman of God, uh, teaching, preaching. Uh, Pastor Sonia is a dynamic uh, singer, We're going to be putting some of her music on the show next week. And also we just want to make an announcement about our women's conference, Day Springs Denim and Diamond Women's Conference and Luncheon, which will be held at the Gaylord Texan Resort on Mother's Day weekend, May 4th through the 7th. The registration fee for the conference is $99.00 before April 3rd, 2011. Beginning April 4th, the registration price is uh, $129. So get your registration in early. We will have some dynamic women of God sharing the Word of God during this powerful conference. One of our speakers is our own conference host, Pastor Sonia Dickerson, who uh, pastors alongside her husband, Bishop Kevin Dickerson, and they pastor the Dayspring Family Church in Irving, Texas. For more information uh, on this powerful conference, please visit our church website. It is dayspringfamilychurch.org. Once again, thank you for tuning in to A Word from God on blogtalkradio.com. I am your radio host, evangelist Rebecca Collier-Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. May God richly bless all of your endeavors for him. See you next week. Morris, thank you so much. We are going out with a bang. We are going to go out with the best is yet to come. And we thank you all for tuning in, and God bless you all, and good night. Good night. Good night.
Get it?